Hey, welcome to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Got another great guest for you this week. So this week, he's a, he's a U.S. Army veteran. He's a coach. He's an entrepreneurial evangelist. How many of those have you met, right? Uh, he's also a father, a husband, a fighter, a carrier of heavier things. And like most fitness professionals, he can eat an entire Big Mac in one bite. Jason Skeezing, thanks for coming on the show, man. Joe Martin with the deep cuts. I haven't eaten a Big Mac in one bite in years, but I'm glad I put that out there for this moment. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And if, if you haven't heard recently, you have a really great like voice for recording that, that even just right there was just really impressive, man. You, oh, coming great. from you, man. I'll take that as a, as a definite tip right there. And, uh, <laughs> and the stash, if you guys are not watching the video, go check out the video. You got to check out his stash. I'm new to the beer game. This is a new addition for me, but man, your, your stash is solid. <laughs> Thanks brother. I appreciate it. <laughs> is that it, your man. calling card now? People know you by the stash now. This is my wife's calling card. Cause this, oh. this mustache really is just proof that I have an unbelievable wife uh, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. My wife, uh, this is probably going to be a, a, a short-lived beard i got going yeah. on the wife's not a, a great fan uh, so, okay well you know limited time only so we'll see what yeah, happens yeah. it looks good man <laughs> thanks i think it does man you don't see too many ginger beards out in the, out in the wild so gotta embrace that shit you got to man yeah. so uh so i love people's origin stories so let's, let's take it back what where'd you grow up uh so i grew up in uh, i was born in virginia but pretty quickly you know before i was even really a, a human being yet we, we moved to outside of chicago um with family and uh so i grew up outside of chicago in a place called Desplaines, and then again, again in a place called naperville um coming out of high school uh had all the energy in the world all the passion in the world but i really didn't have any purpose uh and so i call that spirit of the puppy one of my core values and i had all the spirit of the puppy in the world which means i love hanging around people i, I go deep on the things i'm passionate about it but there was just no discipline there was no you know uh focus or or guiding you know light and so i joined the military as many young men and women do when they feel like they don't have a real purpose yet and boy did i get uh, the discipline and the hard work and the the camaraderie and the teamwork from my experience in the United States Army. So uh, coming out of the Army, I uh, you know did two things at the same time. One, I went to school for finance and became a banker for a very large corporation. Uh, and two, I started a dusty CrossFit gym in, uh, in the fourth floor of an old, like, nearly abandoned warehouse uh, in Chicago with two other veterans. Uh, and, and so we were doing this kind of like parallel lives at the same time. On the one hand, I was super disciplined and functioning at a high level as a banker, but I wasn't super passionate about it. And on the other hand, uh, we were as a hobby throwing together this, this group of, you know, like-minded individuals working through this crazy thing that was kind of new at the time called CrossFit. Um, but I wasn't really applying the capital B business stuff that I had learned. And so it wasn't until I, you know, decided to dedicate myself to being a full-time entrepreneur when I decided to bring both that spirit of the puppy and combine that, what I call military mindset, which created, um, a much more successful business for me and a much more harmonious existence for sure. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, it's, there's not like the, the like the beginning days when you first start your business yeah. and you're a hundred miles an hour going whatever direction you decide to go in that. Yeah, day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're absolutely. loving it, right? You love it. You work a hundred. So I heard someone, you know, define being an entrepreneur as kind of like you quit your forty-hour a week job so you can work a hundred hours for yourself. You know, that's, that's kinda, <laughs> yeah, kinda, I have. There's there's a video out there of me saying those words. Basically, I couldn't okay. agree more. Yeah, <laughs> but man, you'll never regret it though. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah. we need people like you that can kind of get us guided because you've been through. You were that guy that was. Hey, I, I got all this energy, got all this passion. I just don't, I need to be focused and kind of the military got you going on that and you, you coach other people to do that now. So tell me about this. So, uh, what part of the, what, anything specific from being your, in your time in the army that you kind of applied to your first kind of first real business? 
Yeah, it's a good question. I think uh, the number one thing would probably be uh, SOPs, which if you're an entrepreneur and you know the word SOP, it's from the army. It's from the military, right? And so there's a real reason why why that's carried over. And that's because in the military, I learned how to, you know, speaking of Alabama, that's where you guys are at. Um, I I had a couple of friends from Alabama. I would have never met these folks, nor would I have worked with them, nor would I have figured out a way to to overcome obstacles with these particular people. And I didn't get to choose the obstacles. The mission I was on was chosen for me. Right. And so because of that, because I was doing incredibly hard work with people that I didn't get to pick and on a mission that I didn't want to choose, and I had to make it work anyway, I just learned the value of SOPs, the value of camaraderie, the value of working together to to solve problems. And then when I got to actually choose those things, well, man, it felt easy, right? Um, but in the military, if there's one thing the military does well, it's take anybody that you give them with a very broad spectrum. So you have to be it's borderline disabled to not be accepted into the United States Army. And that's not a disparagement. Actually, a lot of the most impressive soldiers I met were not the sharpest people in the world, but they were disciplined and they had trained things. And so you see in the military, you know, something as 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 simple as how do we fold our socks or how do we fold or how do we make our bed? There's like a very clear step-by-step -step process for how to do that. And they drill it into you and they hold you to that standard every single day. And then I go and I, I meet and talk to entrepreneurs and they may have been in business for 10, 15 or 20 years and never have thought to write down the way that they want their customer experience to go or the way that we order new product product or stack the shelves or run a great workout or whatever it may be. Um, and so that's sort of one of the things that I help folks to do. Oh, that's great. You know, I've heard it say, you know, act like you were going to sell your business tomorrow. What, what all Absolutely. they need to know? And that's how you run it, right? Yeah. I mean, my favorite book is exactly that. It's called Built to Sell, one of my favorite business books. And Built to Sell is exactly that. It's not even, it's not about a person who wants to sell their business, but it's the story of building your business so it holds enough value to be sellable. And then being able to decide from a position of power and strength, do I want to sell it or do I just want to continue to to, to energize it and continue to make money from it and enjoy my, my passion and my purpose? Either one, you kind of need to do this, you know, not you kind of, you definitely need to do the same steps, whether you want to sell it or not, you might as well build it as if you're going to. Yeah, that's great advice right there. And you yeah. mentioned some core values earlier. Let's get into core values a little bit. Could you share yeah. some of yours first and then first yeah, share sure. kind of what those are and then how do people develop those? I know that's something that you help people do. Yeah, it's a great question. So um, there are many different resources that you can find online or in books that will tell you how to develop core values and none of them are wrong that I'm aware of, um, but I do have a unique method. And so with my core values, I try to answer four questions. So it's not just a few different ways to describe who I am right? Which I think is commonly done. Um, so for us, we try to describe who you are. We try to describe how you best work. How do you complete things well? Uh, how do you communicate with others? And what are you motivated by? Because these are different dimensions of what a business requ is required to have. And so we want to make sure we have those things informed. Uh, and so for me personally, to answer your question, who I am is the combination of military mindset and spirit of the puppy, right? It's this boundless energy to pursue those things that I'm passionate about. If you walked into my gym and I was in the very back, hey, what's up, buddy? I'm walking from the very back 
back of the room, I'm running up like a puppy dog to come and give you a hug, right? Um, and then com combining that and offsetting it and balancing it with military mindset. That's discipline. That's stepping forward when there's an opportunity to take responsibility for something. That's not leaving people behind. It's doing what you said you were going to do. And so those two things together describe who I am and who I want the people that I work with to embody. Um, and then how we do work, I say head up, feet moving. And what I mean by that is we're always hard charging towards our goals, but we're taking time to, to make sure we see the environment changing around us in case we need to make adjustments as we're on the fly. Um, that's definitely how I work best. Uh, how I communicate with others, the word I use for that is tribal. I'm very much through and through, as I as anticipate you probably are as well, a very tribal human being. I love gathering people together and even being gathered in groups around you know things that I consider to be virtuous ideals and ethics, right? Uh, and then finally, what motivates me, what gets me out of bed is I'm invested. Uh, I'm invested in myself. I'm invested in my family. I'm invested in my friends, my clients, my employees, and I'm invested in making the world a better place. And so those are my five core values. They certainly don't have to be yours. In fact, they probably aren't. Right. And so the process that I do to help folks to reveal their core values is much less me telling them what they should be. And it's much more me asking them questions about who they actually are, because ultimately your core values are there. Joe, whether you choose to reveal them or not, wow, they yeah. are the ember that burns inside of you that got you to the dance. So to whatever extent that you are successful or a failure, your core values and your understanding or lack of understanding plays a direct driving force in all of that. Man, that's awesome. And you said something earlier that I think that will separate. If you're a, if you're a business owner, you're thinking about starting one, do what you say you're going to do. Man, yeah. if you do that, you'll be near, near the top just automatically. Yeah, especially if you're in contracting, especially yes. if you if, if you work on houses or, or backyards, I will pay double if you just do what you say you're going to do. Man, that's some truth right there. We, yeah. we uh, years ago, we we're going to hear our, our porch built. So all these people came in and do estimates, called them all back. They all, I was going to, hey, I'm, I'm going to give you some money. None yeah. of them came back like, hey, this is the good part. Why show yeah. up for an estimate? And then I don't get it anyway, but you're right. Do what you say you're going to do, man. You'll you'll shoot to the top. I promise you on that. So uh, I know we, we have several business business owners that listen and watch the show, but some that are not. So do you do you have people develop core values just in regular everyday life? Do you see the value in that? I absolutely do. So my wife and I both have gone through this process together just in our relationship. Um, and in fact, one of my favorite things to do, although I haven't done it in a little while, is work with entrepreneur couples. I think that's such a powerful relationship. Um, but without going down the rabbit hole too far there, I definitely love doing that for many reasons. But um, yeah, I think everybody should seek to understand themselves better. I would argue, so this tattoo on my forearm, which is the spear and clover symbol, it's also on my hat. It's also the name of my current business and our mastermind and the podcast. Well, that's the combination of military mindset and spirit of the puppy. And so you look at people who maybe aren't businesses who've done this. Well, Prince did it, right? Prince comes up with a symbol and to him, there was some deep meaning to that. And I, I can't even speak to it. I have to, I'd actually probably like to Google that and hear if I can see if I can find a quote of him talking about it. But, you know, when I think about that, it's like, yeah, these are for my business. It makes me money to hold up that puzzle piece to my past and say, oh, that person was great because of this and this, but because they weren't that it just never worked or that person you know, I didn't really think much about them, but they were this and they were that and they were the other thing and the other thing. So because of that, we never had strife. And so, you know, I can think of a million ways that that's going to be helpful in my personal life. And in fact, as an entrepreneur who has my core values figured out and continues to think about if I need to evolve them, I use it in my personal life every single day. Hey, I want to watch that show. 
I don't want to watch that show. I could tell you why. <laughs> I liked that guy that I met at the neighborhood house party or, you know, a little block party we went to with my wife. I could tell you why. I think we should move to this town. I can tell you why. Um, and, and so all of those things, your just decisions through life are going to be much more enriched um, if you have the self-awareness of knowing who you are overall. And then to introduce sort of a new idea is to be able to, in real time, be able to know, to be able to monitor behind your ego, you know, how you're feeling and if you're being reactive and if maybe you're acting a little bit like a jerk or things like that. So the more you can work on those moment to moment understanding, not just your core values, but your behavior and your emotions and, and where your head is at, I think that that gives a, that leads to a very powerful human being, whether you choose to energize a business or not, doesn't really matter. Oh, absolutely, man. You need that guiding compass in your life, right? Otherwise you're, you're just all over the place like yourself from out of high school. So yeah. um, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. So uh, you got a fitness background. So how much does your own personal health and fitness help you in the business side of things? Yeah, I think the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, right? And so what I've found is, you know, any position that you hold is a slippery slope of like follow-up questions. And so if you say like, hey, I think, I think homeless people should have money. Great. That's like the first level. And then you continue to ask your questions on down the line. Uh, and, and at some point you, you hit a, a wall with fitness is the same thing. I want to live a good life. What is the number one thing that's going to indicate whether I live a good life or not my health, right? That's before anything else. Right. And so anybody who has, who feels like they're, and I, I think this to be true. This isn't like a personal opinion as much as I just think it happens to be true that if you want to live a happy life, one of the most important foundational elements of that is health and health comes through fitness, right? Fitness is your hedge against illness because there's fitness and then there's wellness and then there's illness. And so if you're fit, it's more difficult for you to end up ill, if that makes sense. And so for me, it's not even, I'm not a Jocko Willink, um, you know, impersonator that's going to tell you to just rise and grind. And by the way, I love Jocko and I, nothing disparaging. I'm just saying like, that's not even what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you, if you want to live a virtuous and, and healthy and happy life, you actually probably need you actually do need to have a healthy body and a good nutrition routine and fuel that body with something other than the poison that's shoved down our throat commonly. Um, and so I, I can't think of anything more important to being a successful human being uh, in any regard than having a healthy body. Uh, you nailed it. And if going through the pandemic didn't convince you of that, then I don't think anything will, because we we kind of showed that, hey, if, if these things aren't dialed in, you're going to be at much more higher risk and things are going to go bad for you. you look, ask anybody if they've got all the money in the world, and they don't have their health, which one they would trade in a second. And yeah, so nobody, nobody on their deathbed is like, I wish I would have worked more or I wish, wish I would have made more money. And by the way, maybe somebody has at some point. I certainly don't want to recreate that, though. <laughs> no, no that, that's on them. If they want to feel free. Um, sure. I don't know if anyone's on their deathbed saying, I wish I would have squatted more either though. So, we'll just and nobody's look. sick, nobody's sick that would not prefer to be well. Right. Right. And you have the keys to that now. It's just not currently, maybe you're maybe not currently aware of it. I can tell you personally that, um, my whole life, 
I've gone through periods of very, very peak fitness. And then what I would just call subpar fitness. So not, I, I haven't really been uh, super sedentary at any real long periods of my life, but I've definitely fallen off the, the wagon. And I look back on it. And it's like, I have less energy. My brain functions less well. I'm, I have less confidence. Uh, I just overall in, in a hundred different ways, my life is worse when I choose to live that way, even if I can't feel it in the moment. And so having seen what not the top of the mountain, but pretty high on the mountain feels physically, man, it's like having, it's like having, uh, you know, a, a nuclear reactor in your car. I mean, you, you just are capable of so much more, um, and you can enjoy your life on so much more meaningful of a way. And that Joe, not to keep just running my mouth here, but that is exactly how life is, is when you choose to cut corners, you end up paying way more down the line than when you just do the right thing from the start and things are much simpler, much sooner. So you're going to have it the hard way, one way or another, you can either do it the hard way first and then enjoy, or you can try to do it the easy way. And then ultimately have to continually be bumbling through re re redoing things. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I've been the same. I've been pretty dang fit and pretty just all right. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. take the pretty dang fit any day. So any day. Uh, and let me uh, let me ask you this. So it's kind of the thing that you know, if you're in business, you know, there's no work-life balance. Do you how how do you you look like a pretty good guy about having a lot of areas in your life you're pretty happy with? So what, how's your work-life balance? How do you make that work for people? That's a great question. So I actually have uh, for totally for free a, uh, a template I call the perfect week schedule, uh, as well as some videos that go along with it. You can find those in my Instagram bio on, and click on that and check them out. Um, I have a perfect week that I designed deliberately. Um, I started with a blank seven day calendar. Um, I put in my non-negotiables first and my non-negotiables are time with my family. I'm blocked, scheduled for 72 hours a week of time with my family. Um, and then I put in my fitness, which is four days a week of kickboxing and jujitsu at this point. Um, and, and I will admit in the last month or two during this build out ha that has slipped a little bit, uh, but at least two, right. You want to at least get two in there. I'd like to get four. Um, and then my, my personal care, my self-care, I go on a weekly solo mission. So that's either a, a solo ruck March, or I'll go and sit in a float tank for an hour and a half. Um, either way, I do all of those things before I block off my schedule for work. Now, with whatever's left, I fit in my work schedule accordingly. This is the beauty and flexibility of being an entrepreneur. Sure. But if you're hearing me saying that and saying, I can't do that, I call BS because I did it. I used to be way too busy. And all I did was I thought of the mountain that I wanted to climb and exactly what my work week would look like when I was at the top of it. And then all I did was every time I had to make a decision about my calendar or my life or my, the directions that I took, I only took steps that moved me closer to that mountain. And then lo and behold, in a very short period of time, now my week looks like that mountaintop that I pictured long ago. Wow. Hey, that stuff works. I know people are thinking about, oh, well, he's like you said, he's an entrepreneur. He can set his own schedule. Hey, you can, you can figure it out. It can happen. You know, everyone, everyone has the same you know, schedule and all that good stuff, but you put the big rocks in there first. It's amazing how everything else falls into place. So, uh, yeah, so I find that people typically take action on the things that they actually want and believe in. And, and so if you're not taking action on things, you might want to reconsider what you actually want and believe in. Yeah. So a big thing that I, I tell my clients with fitness is uh, try switching. I don't have time to, this is not a priority right now and see, see if that matters to you. Right. I love so that switch around. So let's, let's talk about your podcast a little bit. Mention that a little bit. So you mentioned the name of it earlier. So tell us about that and uh, what you guys talk about. 
Yeah. So the Spear and Clover podcast is, uh, as I mentioned, my, my personal symbol. Um, and so what we talk about at its best is not just entrepreneurship, although I do typically highlight entrepreneurs. Uh, it's entrepreneurs that are both out there working hard towards their goals and achieving unbelievable things, but also pursuing passion and living good qualities of life as well. So it's uh, it's not uncommon like you to be talking about fitness. It's not uncommon to be talking about traveling and seeing the world. Um, I had a guy on, John, sh shout out to John Lynch. He's awesome, good friend of mine. Um, and he's an executive chef. He you know worked with a really well-known chef in Chicago and then they opened three different restaurants under him. And then when COVID hit, he built out a van and took his two dogs and traveled the country wow. Living oh, yeah. in this van and like that conversation to me was like one of the the perfect expressions of that or my friend Colin who uh you know is he's a he's a corporate shill Joe I'm not gonna lie he has a corporate job it's very good he does very well in it but he uses all of that to go and travel and so he's been to the Ukraine twice and he's been to Cuba and he's been to uh you know North Korea and just done all this wild travel of the world but he's doing it while also living up to his obligations for himself and his family Oh, there you go. That's that thing. The big rocks, right? He got to, yeah. he got to figure it out. So yeah, I got to definitely check that one about the, the traveling around the van. I got to check that. That sounds Yeah, it's called awesome. van life. It was like in the thirties, probably episodes 30 something. John oh, Lynch. I'm going to check that yeah. one out for yeah, sure. He's great. So he's great. You mentioned your Instagram. I'll link that in show notes. What's the best way for people to keep up with you? Is it Instagram? Is it your website? Yeah. So my, my Instagram is my platform of choice. It's where I find myself drawn. It's where most people that I think I see eye to eye with end up kind of at, I'm not a TikTok guy and Facebook seems like it's a little messy. Uh, I'm on every platform except for TikTok, but Instagram is where my heart is. Uh, <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've ever said on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, you can find our stuff at www.spearandclover.com. If you're an entrepreneur and you're interested, we do offer a free test drive that you can link, that you can set up uh, through that uh, website. And you can come check out our mastermind where we feature expert guest speakers, as well as small group masterminding in groups of four, which is a really great way to progress as a human being and as an entrepreneur. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Jason, first of all, thank you for your service. Oh, I appreciate you coming man. on the show, man. If you're listening right now and you're an entrepreneur, Check him out. Go, go test drive it. What's, what's the harm, right? You may love it. You may not, but you got to at least try it. And check it and, and if you're vibing with him right now, I know you're, you're, he's got the smooth velvety pipes. You know, he's got the stash. <laughs> what else do you need to get you further in life? And, and working with other business owners too or on the same journey, that's an awesome way to do it. I think that's a great way to do it. Um, also, hey, share this episode. There may be someone that need, wants to hear about this, the core values. They may need to, I, what are my core values or how do I plan out my perfect week? These are things that Jason talks about that can help you out. So share that with them. Share, share what he's doing out there with this podcast. Go check that out. I know I'm going to check out the van life. That sounds awesome right there. But yeah. Jason, th keep up the great work, man. Just like you said, back in the day when you're all over the place and you got focused and now you're helping people do the same thing that got you where you are today. That's really cool. I appreciate you, Joe. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I hope we continue to have these conversations going forward. Absolutely, man. I'd love to stay in touch with you. Hey, yeah. you guys go out, share this episode and tune in next week and we'll see you then. Take it easy. Wow, what a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion, optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. 
Keek Patnick with Patnick Realty. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.